0: Once I started learning about it, it was kind of, the ball got rolling from there. I was just in it. It just helped me so much realize why I felt the way I felt, why I thought the way I thought, who I was, how I'm supposed to be, and interact with the world. I mean, it was just such a, almost like a relief. It was a very big relief for me to finally figure out, like, okay, this makes sense. This is resonating very deeply with me, and... It's also applicable to my life
1: welcome to wealthy and aligned by human design the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up you have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it in this podcast I teach you how now let's get into the episode Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I am bringing you my son, Jaden, who he has an amazing hero story journey, which we will go into and I will let him tell you. But over the past year, we have incorporated his psychic and his channeling abilities and his amazing gift of astrology into our brand. So I want to take this opportunity to just let you all get to know him and fall in love with him as we all do here. So Jaden's my middle son. He's 22. And from a mother's perspective, he's always been the child that is just a little more sensitive than every other child. I mean, all my children were highly sensitive, but Jaden just always had a little spring of depression. He was always contemplating things that other children just weren't. And his dad and I just really didn't know how to help him, right? Other than traditional healthcare means, which really led him into, I mean, moving away from us, first of all, but being out in the world by himself, which brought him all the healing ultimately, and brought him back to us and put him into his Life of Alignment, which is now revealing itself as his destiny. So welcome, Jaden.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: I'm so happy you're here with me today, honey.
0: I'm so happy to be on the podcast, finally. This is so cool to me.
1: Yeah, because behind the scenes, I don't know how many people know this, but back in March, we had Jaden doing a lot of our podcast producing. It was all me. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was all me. I was doing the grunt work getting this podcast going.
1: <laughs> Thank and doing you. That,
0: yeah, doing that editing and posting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was quite a journey for us all. But honey, you're really just a wonderful example of what becoming a man who embraces his natural gifts really means. Mm. So why don't we start with Just you telling everyone a little bit about yourself and what led you to the life that you're now living in alignment with all of us.
0: Yeah. So my name is Jaden. I'm a psychic. I'm a channel. I am an astrologer for Wealthy and Align. Specifically, I focus on business astrology and predictive astrology for those of you that are really into astrology. I focus more on the predictive aspects of it. And I'm kind of new into the experiment of human design. I've only been studying it for about, I'd say, a little under a year now. And I'm a 5.1 Pure generator.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, really fun to watch Mm. because everyone knows, if you don't know, my family has been the last one to come into their human design experiment in my world. Like I was the one all in the human design experiment. But the family got on board after their own awakening into it. So, I mean, we can start with what kind of led you to waking up to it.
0: Yeah. Before I knew even what human design was or anything, as a child, I'll just start from there. I was very depressed. I was a very emotional, sensitive kid. I have a big imagination and I always saw things and felt things that, I just knew at a young age, other kids didn't. Yeah. And like, for example, I was contemplating existence when I was nine years old. And I knew that I was the only nine-year-old doing that. And it was a very weird and strange thing for me at that age to literally, I remember being nine thinking, oh, no one else is thinking about, like, I know my friends don't think about this. And that made me feel like really lonely at yeah. the time. And I think that that's kind of where my experience with dealing with depression and anxiety started was when I was really young, just based off of thinking those type of things.
1: Yeah. You were just very different from every other child. Yeah. And I had to go to bat at schools with you. Uh huh. I mean, I had a name at the school of defending coming yeah. in and being like, wait a minute. Just because he doesn't fit in your box doesn't mean he doesn't fit, period.
0: No, I was very different. I knew I was very different at a young age, and that was like, it made me feel very lonely. And I wasn't very conscious of that at the time. Obviously, I was very young, but my teachers were all trying to put me into, you know, fit the mold, fit in their little box, and... I just couldn't do that. Yeah. I, it wasn't like an ability I have. Yeah. is like, that's the only way I can describe it. Like I just am.
1: And I remember every box that they wanted to check off was, mm. okay, ADD, ADHD. Yeah. Just to give everybody kind of a perspective of the child that he was, but who I knew him as, super creative, super funny, super charismatic. But when he would go to school, it would be almost as if it would be shut down.
0: Very limiting. Yeah. I do remember that, actually, in the earlier years of school. Well, basically in my entire experience of school, but very limiting. Especially when I was younger, going through, like, third grade, fourth grade, like that kind of time era. They were very much trying to suppress my self-expression. Yeah. That's what it was. and. Even though I didn't know it at the time, that conditioned me to suppress my own self expression. And yeah. I feel like that's probably what led to most of my depression and yeah. my anxiety. Yep. And my sure. self doubt. For sure. And my self esteem issues.
1: hmm. hmm. One of the things I didn't do was ever put you on medication. Yeah. Because I knew from my own history of depression and anxiety that. That was not where a nine-year-old brain needed to be, 9, 10, no. 12, didn't need to be numbed, didn't need to be put on a medication. Mm-hmm. It was our job as parents, and you know, I would die fighting with these schools to make them see that that wasn't the problem. The problem was he just didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, the medicine was self-expression for you. Always has yeah, been. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember at a very young age, I've always been doing some sort of art. So I used to paint a lot, making music. I express myself through dyeing my hair, wearing my, all my jewelry, the different things I, I put together in my outfits, you know. Hats. Yeah, my hats or whatever. They tried to stop me from wearing certain hats at school, Yeah, which yep. was ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we had to fight them on the hats. Yeah, the way I
0: would play with other kids, too.
1: Yep, I was called into the office many times.
0: Yeah, it was just all very limiting. Yeah. So because of those experiences I was having at school at such a young age, and I was very sad and depressed and a lonely child, which I wasn't aware of of that. I knew I was sad. I was only nine years old. You know, and that was the first time I had tried to commit suicide. Yeah. I was nine years old.
1: That led us to take you way more seriously. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's a mom knows you will do whatever it takes to help your babies. Mm-hmm. And dad and I just did. Everything we could in the healthcare system, in Western medicine, to really try to help Jaden feel like there would be something, I guess, normal, or like he would see a reason to live. Because in my perspective, I just didn't know what else to do.
0: Yeah. And I wasn't very equipped at the time to deal with my emotions and I wasn't really understanding of what exactly I was feeling or going through. I just knew that I was very young and I knew that being in a physical body was very strange. Being incarnated here on earth was very weird and I was thinking these things at nine years old and I knew no one else was. I felt very alienated because of that and I felt like everyone here is being mean to me yeah you know and I didn't understand why because I was just such I'm such a loving fun person and I was just a little kid you know
1: yeah naturally you're you're like that
0: yeah yeah and so I just remember all those things happening and then just being like well I just I don't really want to do this anymore I don't want to be here anymore this place blows (laughs) yeah I can't even wear my hats (laughs) Like, this is dumb. I
1: can't even draw the things. Remember how they would get on you about what you would draw? they get mad about
0: what I would draw. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I think, you know, I wouldn't even say it's dramatic, but I was, you know, the home life at the time wasn't necessarily the greatest. Yeah. And I was bullied as a child, too. And so just all those things combined, I feel like just made me take it to that extreme. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That's just how I felt.
1: Yeah. And there was no relief, no reprieve Mm -mm. for you.
0: Well, you guys put me into therapy and I was in and out of therapy for a long time, but the therapy was not helping at all. The therapists were very like, I remember being maybe 12, probably younger than that. And thinking to myself, this therapist is not here to help me. Mm. This therapist is not trying to help me right now. Like we're in his office playing board games and I've tried to kill myself. Yeah. And I'm 10 years old. Yeah. So that was going on for a while. I was in and out of therapy up until middle school. That's when my depression was very, very, it developed a little more as I got older. I sank a little deeper into that and just struggling with who I was. Like, I just didn't really understand who I was. At least I felt like I didn't understand who I was. And knowing what I know now, I know that I, that was because everyone around me Everyone here on earth doesn't know who they are. And I was picking up on that because of my psychic ability. And I didn't know this at the time, obviously. Yeah. But we all just get here one day. We all just, as I like to say, we all just wake up here one day. That's literally how I want everyone to sit with that for a second. We all wake up here one day on earth. Our parents are the way they are. We grow up the way we do. People are mean. There's wars going on here there's tyrannical governments here, evil, low frequency. It's confusing. And a lot of people just don't know who they are.
1: And how to deal with it. Yeah. Because your parents don't know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They don't know who they are. So that gets transferred into you. And it's just almost like a never ending cycle a little bit. And so I was really picking up on that as I was younger, I feel like. And it was just very, very confusing growing up for me and being the way I was, thinking the way I was and not understanding why nothing was helping. Yeah. that nothing was helping at all.
1: I mean, from a very young age though, I knew that you had I didn't even know that at the time that it was psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. But I knew that you were picking up on something that the rest of us couldn't see. Yeah. Because you would say things like, you would be going to bed and you would come in and say, "Mom, can you please tell Nana Mary to stop singing to yeah, me? I, was, I need to go to sleep." I
0: was gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I very young, I was seeing spirits, I was seeing ghosts, and I was, you know, I would walk into a restaurant with everybody and immediately pick up on the energy in the restaurant and it would make me very uncomfortable like I couldn't we'd have to leave the restaurant this is coming in right now I remember a specific instance where we went to a restaurant and I didn't like the energy in there but we sat down and there was a man sitting across from us and I remember telling you guys that like oh that man's very sad and so like I was picking up on all these types of of energies and I was obviously I didn't understand what was yeah. going on. I was just extremely sensitive to everyone's emotions in the emotional and energetic environment wherever I was.
1: Yeah. I'm glad we're having this conversation because I think every parent needs to know at this stage in the game your children are sensitive. And you don't understand it. And yet it's still a very big deal. And I think that's what led you into the friend groups that you ended up having into the habits and behaviors.
0: Yeah. So towards the end of my high school experience, I started smoking a lot of weed and dabbling and experimenting with other types of drugs. And after high school ended, I immediately moved to Colorado Springs with my best friend at the time. And so I just left the family and I was doing all these drugs and, you know, I moved to a very unsavory place to just put it that way. Yeah. And I just was not in the right environment. I was not in a good environment. I was not around good people. And I was still very much picking up on the energies of that. And that was really, really taking a big toll on my physical body. My physical health was Horrible. I was severely underweight. I was so pale that I was almost green because I would never go outside. I was so anxiety and depressed. I did not want anybody to see me. I couldn't even go to the corner store without having like an anxiety attack. I started chain smoking cigarettes every single day and vaping a lot. And that just made me feel like shit. And my health was really, really deteriorating. I wasn't eating. I didn't have enough money to eat. I was starving. There was a lot of times where I would go without food for a day or two because I just simply couldn't afford it. The job I was working wasn't giving me what I needed, but it was all that I could get out there at the time.
1: Yeah, and it just from a mother's perspective, this is the hardest thing is to watch your baby struggle and go through what they insist upon going through because it wasn't like we didn't offer help or beg him to come home. It was he just didn't feel safe coming home. He would have rather have chosen a life like that than to live in the dysfunction that was his family at the time. Mm And I mean, when I found alignment, again, everyone knows the story, I found alignment and then the lights turned on for everybody else, but it started to just become safe for my children to come hang around me more. It started to feel better for them. But when do you think was the moment you really started to listen to me? Like you were there for two years. There were Mm -hmm. lots of times I was like, Jaden, just come home. But there was at the end there. You finally listened. Why do you think that was?
0: Well, from the last, I think it was the last like two or three times I had made a trip back out home and stayed with you guys for a little bit. I had just noticed each time I had come back out, it just felt different. You were different. Your energy was different. Just a lot changed. I could tell like you and dad's relationship was really good for the first time ever and it was just noticeably easier to be around everybody and you in particular so I think that that kind of like made me think a little bit like okay I guess things are different now Like that was the first time I ever really considered it yeah and then I had my 5meo DMT experience and that completely changed my life. Yeah. And really showed me just how much I actually do want to live and how much all that pain and suffering that I was putting myself through was not as serious as I thought it was. But that's not really what I want to say.
1: Well, I felt like we had one last straw of hope for you. And there was this psychedelic that was really changing the lives of people mm-hmm. and introducing you to that and creating a place of ceremony mm-hmm. for you opened the door for you to see life in such a different perspective it made
0: me realize just how like much i was holding on to essentially struggling and so with my life out in colorado and yeah. i had made the decision shortly after that experience to just go home yeah I was so tired of of working my job that was a terrible job and I just hated it I hated what my life was out there my quote-unquote friends were no longer really my friends anymore and I had zero money I wasn't eating I was addicted to nicotine and drinking and I didn't feel good I knew where my health was at and I knew I needed to go home I knew if I stayed any longer I would probably die.
1: Yeah. So that door opened and I mean, thank God you said yes, because again, there's mom on the other side going, okay, Jaden, are you ready to come home now? So yeah, he finally came back in last year in in December, January, we officially moved him home, Mm -hmm. but that was the moment I knew, okay, I've saved my son's life. I've got him back now. I'm just going to keep him alive. And And hopefully sooner or later, he'll pick up this thing called human design. And he'll really, really get into it. So why don't you just start telling us about how your life just turned around, honey?
0: Shortly after my Bufo experience, that led me to developing a relationship with uh, psychedelic plant medicine. And that is how I really discovered my psychicness and my gift of channeling. And that really helped me answer the question of who am I? Why am I this way? you know, why do I feel the things that I feel? And having that door open for me really helped me ground into my identity. And I feel like that is what really propelled me towards discovering human design. Yeah. Because hearing you talk about it made sense. It started making sense to me. And then once I started looking into my own, it was just literally the tool that filled in all the blanks for who I was. And that's exactly what I had been looking for my entire life. Yeah, since you were nine. Since I was nine years old. So once I started learning about it, it was kind of the ball got rolling from there. I was just in it. It just helped me so much realize why I felt the way I felt, why I thought the way I thought, who I was, How I'm supposed to be and interact with the world. I mean, it was just such a, almost like a relief. It was a very big relief for me to finally figure out like, okay, this makes sense. This is resonating very deeply with me. And it's also applicable to my life. Yeah. Like I can use this and do something with it now that I know who I am.
1: Yeah again, from my perspective, which is the only perspective I really have, it was like a flower that you always know your child is this beautiful flower, but it was like watching a flower bloom and turn all these colors and watching you step into your brilliance and your gifts. I mean, we've always honored, you know, the difference that you always brought to the world. Like when you would say, you know, Nana Mary's in there singing to me, I would go in and be like, okay, Nana Mary, it's time for you to leave. Uh Like Jada needs to go to sleep. But watching you wake up to this ability of channeling and embracing your psychic, gifts, you Mm -hmm. know, instead of really being afraid of it, we had to do some work there because psychicness can be scary when you don't know what is going on.
0: Yeah. Well, it just really helped me understand like what I was experiencing. I had a lot of uh, paranormal experiences out in Colorado and in my younger life, which were very confusing to me and I didn't understand them. And so once I discovered I was psychic and that I could actually talk To these entities that I was encountering and see what was up. I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was cool. Like it just filled in the blank for me. Yeah. Well,
1: and two, that you could finally say, no, I don't want to talk to you. No, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yes. Like get away from me, please. Yeah, I think of this sometimes. It was almost like a dream come true for me, especially with the channeling. That is really cool. Like, it's just, it really just changed my entire outlook and perspective on life because my entire existence growing up was this place sucks. Everyone here sucks. It feels like shit to be here. This is what I have to do. I have to work my ass off for $500 just to pay my bills and have nothing left over for myself. I can't eat and I'm addicted to drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And this is what everyone around me is doing too. Yeah. So this is what life is. I don't want it. And so it just completely ripped away that perspective because that's not what we're here to do. No. And it totally helped me understand that Oh, all these people are doing that because they don't know what the fuck is going on here. We sign up for Earth School and incarnate and then we get here and it is not what we signed up for at all. And that is extremely confusing. And so, of course, we get here and drugs and alcohol are being shoved in our face.
1: So we're going to do it. Yeah. It's like some some reprieve. Yeah. So when did you figure out that you had this intimate relationship with the planets? Because it started with Mother Earth. Remember back in March is when I noticed it first.
0: So my first being that I was able to channel was the Earth, was Gaia. And she really helped me a lot discovering my channeling abilities and my psychic abilities and she was the one who really pointed out to me just how important astrology is in my life but in just everyone's life in general that's why they gave us the tool of astrology is to help us understand why we feel the things we feel or why we're going through the things we're going through because there's planetary celestial bodies that directly send energy to earth and it affects us on a deep soul emotional energetic level on our day-to-day lives And I was always interested in astrology. I always thought it was really cool. But the most I would do is just read my horoscope and just realize like, oh, that's really accurate. Like I loved reading my horoscope because it was so accurate. I loved knowing that I was a Cancer and my sun sign is Cancer. My moon sign is Pisces and my ascendant is Virgo. So a lot of a, a lot of water, a lot of water emotions going on. So that just totally like, once I found that out alone, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense of why I'm so emotional yeah. and why I'm so sensitive. Yeah. You know, it was so much emotion for me that I had literally shut it all off.
1: I know. With the
0: drugs and the alcohol yeah. and, and just, you know, all of it, I was completely numb to it. It was too much for me. And just knowing that alone really helped me understand why I am the way I am. And, That in combined with my human design was just such a tool. I mean, they work hand in hand. But Gaia really pointed out to me just how important it was for me to go a little deeper with the astrology and to really pay attention to the moon and just how powerful those energies are on our emotions and our physical bodies. Just learning about the moon On its own was, I mean, I can't think of a bigger tool.
1: Yeah, a game changer.
0: Yes, 100%. Yeah,
1: I remember when I first went all in on human design and studying the reflector, and the reflector uses the moon as its authority. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, if the reflector needs to pay attention to the moon, I do too. Yes. Because the reflector, right, reflects back to all of us what's really important, what's really going on, what's our real intention, how we're doing, all of that. And every energy type to me was like, I can learn something from every single one of them. And when I started paying attention to the moon, I mean, you all noticed it on a personal level, family wise, but that's when my business changed.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's what big corporations do. Yeah. They follow astrology. They have been since the beginning of time.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anyone got my email where I pointed out um, prime days. Yes. They revolve around the moon, guys. Yes,
0: that and also all the world governments follow astrology. If you don't think they do, that's what they want you to think, yeah. first of all. It's hilarious to me that there's even a debate right now going on on whether or not astrology is real. Mm. Like, yes, there are planets in the sky and there are stars in the sky. Obviously, that's real.
1: I remember one time I saw a TikTok where someone was like, I don't believe in astrology and I don't believe, and he was going on, like it was going on and on about it.
0: The funny thing about astrology is, is you don't have to believe in it. It's still influencing your life. Yeah. So
1: what I thought of was, and I didn't say anything because it's just, I'm just not that person anymore. The old Danielle would have been like, you know what? And mm -hmm. I would have said, but i thought, do you use a calendar?
0: Exactly. Because you don't believe in astrology? shut up why are you using a calendar yeah yeah no exactly how i view it and how what gaia told me is she gave the tool of astrology to ancient humans a long time ago for this very reason so that they could travel across the ocean figure out why they're feeling the way that they're feeling and why certain things would happen to them during certain periods of time so they could track time and so on she gave them that tool a long time ago and it's stuck around all the way up until this present moment if that fact alone doesn't tell you that it's important if every single civilization has had astrology deeply connected into their societies we still use it
1: well in human design the way i interpret it is it we emphasize the energy of our genetics Yes. through planet energy. And so I'd go into this a lot inside the high frequency formula where there are certain aspects of your genetic code that when you pair it with the energy of the planets mm-hmm. that are specific to you and it's different for everybody but specific to you at certain times, you can look at the shadow and learn your way into gift and I use that term loosely, but that's the goal is the planet will bring up the shadow so that you expose yourself to gift energy more and more and more. And that's what I did. I mean, if we're just going to pull one planet, that's what I did with the sun and the moon for my entire experiment in the beginning.
0: Yeah, it really goes hand in hand with human design. For an example, there was a Capricorn full super moon a few months ago.
1: Was that in August? Or was that in September?
0: I don't remember. All
1: I know is it was mine.
0: It was, and yes. And it was hell. My mom's moon sign is Capricorn. And I will remember that week for the rest of my life. That was such a insane week. And my spirit guides had put in front of me videos and information about this moon. And that was the first time I had ever looked into the moon and the sign and what that meant and what a supermoon was and the energy and effects that that was going to have. And then to literally see it happen. Yeah. To see what everyone, all these astrologers were saying was going to happen, happening in my own family and then in strangers and, and then in myself. Right. It just reaffirmed it to me even more just how powerful these energies are. And knowing your human design helps you navigate these energies flawlessly. Yep. It helps you navigate these energies. Because if you don't know who you are at a baseline and you're experiencing these energies, you're going to feel like you're going down a whitewater rapid without a
1: paddle. Oh my gosh. I know. It's a game changer. That's why we decided to bring in astrology forecasting into the mastermind, because (laughs) You want to work with the energy, not against them. You want to use the paddle. You want to stay in your raft. And you just, you want to work with the flow of the planet energy when you're making your offers and, and all that good stuff in business. But as a family it has been a game changer.
0: Well, I'll tell you why it's really important for your business. You need to know what's going on with your clients. You need to know what's going on with you and your family. You are your business. I feel like a lot of people don't really realize that. Yeah. But you are your business. Understanding what is going on with your clients and the people around you and yourself energetically will help you tremendously in your business and help you make decisions for your business, when to launch, when to make an offer, when to do marketing, when to strategically not do those things because let's say there's a lunar eclipse going on and everyone is going to be feeling financially unsafe. Why would you sell a product during that time? None of the big businesses are selling a product during that time because they know what the energies of that celestial body are doing to their clientele. And they also know when the best times are to be pushing a product. For instance, it's all just understanding people and their energies and their emotions if you understand that it is such an advantage to know when to plan a launch you know well for instance
1: are we in a lunar eclipse right now
0: we are in the energies of um the lunar eclipse in taurus already it is the sixth and the lunar eclipse is on the eighth yeah but astrology is not a pinpoint
1: yeah okay
0: essentially it's We're already feeling the energy like it's a period. It's basically a marker. Right. Like after the 8th, these energies are still going to carry on with us. Right. It's on the 8th and then after the 8th, it's done. Right. No, we are feeling it. We felt it on November 1st. Uh Uh-huh. We will feel it probably until the middle of the month.
1: Right. Right. And then
0: other astrological things will be going on, which will kind of mute this kind of energy. That's kind of how astrology works when it's a big thing like a lunar eclipse.
1: I think it'd be fun if we did. I mean, we don't have to go into the whole month. I know you did that for our Mastermind Mm -hmm. members. But if you could just give.
0: Like a really quick forecast. So November is kind of a universal test month for everybody, especially if you have a business. So from the first to about the 15th of the month, you are going to be feeling very insecure financially, particularly with your finances and insecure within yourself. If you are insecure within yourself, your business is not secure. Uh, Okay. I just have to say that very quickly, Mm -hmm. very quickly. The emotions and energy that you are in, it will radiate out into your business. I digress.
1: (laughs) Well, it's good to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's, like I said, Lunar Eclipse on the 8th, which is the most major event to happen this month. And that is a very chaotic energy. It's very um, destabilizing. It's in Taurus. So that has to do, again, with everything that makes you feel stable. It's a lunar eclipse in Taurus. So what that means is you're going to be feeling very financially burdened. Ah, Everything that makes you feel safe and secure is going to be... Shaken.
1: Like challenged. Yes. Okay. Essentially. And
0: this is being done because the universe is rocking the boat and seeing how all the different energy types respond. How are they going to deal with this energy? Are they going to trust or are they going to succumb to the energy? What Mm. are they ready for essentially? Yeah. Because around the 15th, that's when the energy completely shifts and we start seeing a complete flip. In the chaotic energy, from chaotic energy to trust energy and security and firmness and optimism starts coming in towards the end of the month. It's a really good time, for instance, to like write new copy Mm. towards the end of the month. And it's also like the time where you will get rewarded if you decide to trust, lean into trust and understand that it's just the 1st through the 15th is uh just a test from the universe to see where you are at with that trust muscle, with that trust muscle yeah and where you're at in your business what you're ready for what you're not ready for especially with your you know with your finances it's going to make you look at your finances and depending on what you do how you navigate this month the beginning of this month will determine what the end of the month will look like for you And it has the possibility, because of what the astrology tells me, of being very, very rewarding.
1: Yeah. Are you saying, depending on the way we navigate it right now, like the decisions we make right now? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Because that's how we
1: navigate energy, guys, is our decisions. Yes. Our actions from our decisions. Because you're going to feel emotional stuff all the time, Mm -hmm. whenever. Mm -hmm. But the emotional is not where we act from. I mean, the way I do it is I just assume I'm safe. I just assume safety, Mm -hmm. and then I make decisions according to I'm already safe. Now, what is my sacral guiding me to? So even when it might feel unstable, Mm -hmm. since I've been using astrology, I've never really felt like I have to change my course dramatically or anything right? It's usually just little tiny pivots. Mm -hmm. You know, something will come up and you need to make a pivot is the only word I can think of because we never want to like totally change direction and do something different.
0: Yeah. All it is, is astrology is nothing but a tool of awareness. That's all it is. If you know what's going on energetically above you and how that is being projected down into your daily life, and to more specifically, how it's affecting your clients.
1: How would they know how it would be affecting their clients? Would they need to know their human design? Would they need to know something about their chart?
0: Knowing your human design would definitely help because I'll give an example. Watching, for instance, you know the moon is Going into a lunar eclipse and you've done the research on what that means energetically and what you could possibly expect to see. I would suggest watching your immediate family Mm. and looking to see if you see and notice those energies manifesting through your family first. I see. And in yourself first. Yeah. Knowing your human design helps you to be able to see and gauge that because if you know where who you are and what your aura is and your different energy centers and how you are affected by energy at that level and then you add the astrological energy on top of that it's almost like having night vision goggles on i was gonna say does it
1: magnify does it amplify
0: yes 100 percent. just having that awareness alone and then to see it recognize it be like oh yeah Oh, my family's acting this way. I'm feeling this way right now because there's a lunar eclipse going on right now and I've I've identified that this energy is yeah, making its way through my family right now. Right. And just having that awareness and being able to see it in your immediate surroundings will help you know what your clients are going through. Yeah. Because if you're going through it, they're going through it, but they don't know that they're going That's through it. That's
1: the difference. They
0: think it's day to day life. Yeah. Because not everybody follows astrology a lot of people don't follow astrology and a lot of people don't follow their human design.
1: Well, I would say 99% of exactly. people. When being a nurse really exposed me to like these full moon um, energies all the time, we would always say on the floor, like, well, it's a full moon tonight. So the crazies are out. Mm-hmm. Like we would just know that our ER would get bombarded. Traumas would come in. People would act just completely different than they would normally act. Yeah. So No, it's
0: not woo-woo. No, it's I it's not mean, woo-woo at all.
1: It's really never been in our family. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've ever considered anything like that woo-woo. Yeah. I mean my family definitely did, my mom and dad, but like I tried to raise everybody in this family with respect to energy is mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, Not really knowing how to like raise you all perfectly that way, but yeah. just knowing that there's energy that we cannot explain and don't know enough about. But I mean, human design has given me all the awareness and your natural gift of astrology has mm-hmm. helped me with that.
0: I think it's really helped us all. Really. Yeah. It's really helped me understand my emotions and what I'm going through. And then also why everyone around me is acting the way that they're acting. Yeah, It's just because... There's planets moving around above us. That's yeah. literally all that is.
1: You know, one thing I will touch on, because I do talk about this a lot in the high-frequency formula and with my clients, is we'd never want to blame the moon for something we're doing, yeah. or, well, it's, you know, the lunar eclipse made me do it. It's, mm-hmm. We're not doing that, and we're not bypassing, like... I'm a Scorpio. Our, yeah. So, like oh, our I'm ris- a Scorpio.
0: <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. I'm crazy. That's
1: just how I am. No. Yeah, we don't want to, like... Not take responsibility for who we are. In fact, that is the light that the planetary energies offer us Yes, is everywhere to take responsibility for how we're showing up Mm -hmm. in those events. Because if not, it will come back and we will have to do it all again in a different way. So I always like to say, specifically for the Capricorn moon that we all went through and everyone was like, what the hell is happening? Oh my gosh. I looked directly at my moon and I tore that uh, gene key apart. I just, I read it, I contemplated it, I discussed it with all of you.
0: It forced us all to look at our astrology, our human design. Yeah. Yeah. It was such an event.
1: Yeah. But I mean... To me, it, thank God we have it. I'm so grateful that we have it so that we can get some kind of a footing. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a huge foundation for how to move forward because the only thing that I can say is stable, truly a foundation that I've built for myself is the sun energy and the moon energy. Mm-hmm. I can always fricking count on that energy. Yes. So if you leave this podcast with nothing else, take a look at your moon energy Know your sun energy. I did a whole webinar on the sun energy. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think what other planet do you think might be?
0: Well, I would say that the moon is the most important. If you don't really want to go deep into astrology, you don't need to. You can look into the moon, though, because the moon has, in my opinion, the greatest impact on our emotions and our energy bodies. Yeah. So if you know your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. That's essentially all you need. And then you know what sign the moon is and what phase the moon is in. That will tell you a lot.
1: I would add your gene key in the moon.
0: Yes. No, of course.
1: Yeah. I mean, that right there, you're welcome, everyone. You are welcome. Yes.
0: <laughs> I would just like to say just if if you're skeptical, research it. And then do a little experiment.
1: Well, if you're skeptical, what are you doing listening to this podcast? <laughs>
0: well, yeah, no one, no one's probably listening to it that's skeptical. But just in case, because a lot of people talk about it, you know, and are like, the moon, well, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I said it in my uh, November forecast, only available in the high frequency formula. <laughs> of course. Facebook group, by the way. Of course. That the moon literally dictates the flow of water and the flow of the ocean. We are made of water, our emotions are water. I don't need to say anything else.
1: Yeah. Well, because we feel so passionate about the planet energies, we decided, uh, it was kind of last minute for our first launch of the high frequency formula to add in Jaden's astrological forecasts into the mastermind energy experience for the mastermind guests that we have. And we started doing those last month and Jaden is now going to be offering those to our group, every month the opening week of the month they will be posted inside our online community and we are also now opening Jaden's calendar for human design readings which has been a long time coming because i have not offered human design readings since i started booking up my calendar and i just didn't have time for them anymore but it is a very important i feel an important thing to get exposed to you will never get your whole human design chart reading done in one sitting no. it's not the way it works but Jaden is offering are they 60 minute appointments yes
0: yeah, the reading is an hour long 60 minutes and we have a lot of fun on these calls i spend a lot of time making sure that you are retaining and understanding the information that i am giving you i will not just spew information at you without knowing that you are retaining and understanding what it is that I'm showing you. Because I know it can be confusing to look at your human design chart. There's a lot going on. Yeah. You know, so I really break it down in a fun way where we're having fun. It's it's a very lighthearted energy and we are learning about ourselves.
1: Yeah. We opened up his calendar for that. You can find that link down in the show notes and our High frequency formula and mastermind guests will have first access to his calendar, but head over to the link and make sure that if this is something that's ringing you right now and it's like, wow, I really need to know what is going on with my human design and my planet energies, Mm. then book your appointment with him because once he starts booking up, we will be raising his prices because Mm -hmm. right now we are doing it at $111, which I mean, I don't see those being offered at that price. So we'll see yeah. what happens after this podcast, um, but yeah, I'm really excited that you're bringing your gift into the brand now, honey. Because me too, it's been such a game changer for us in the behind the scenes of Wealthy and Aligned.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a long time coming. I feel like, but it's it's in the perfect
1: timing. Yeah, yeah. as always, as always. So Jaden, I mean, as we kind of close this out, I know that we have a lot of mamas who listen to the show really well intending women who want to be the best mommies to their babies who just don't know how to help their highly sensitive children what would be the best string of advice that you could maybe give i mean for me it would be like learn your kids human design just about
0: to say (laughs) that's what i'm gonna say is learn your kids human design number one then look into the moon and pay attention to how that's affecting your child yeah and I would say that those two things are the greatest tool that you could have as a parent, as a as a young parent, yeah. specifically for young children. And I would just say, don't ever try to limit your child's self-expression. Yeah. that's it. Once you know who they are, you know, from their design, teach them to use their strategies and their authorities and just watch them become who they really are. Yeah. You know, help them understand what they're feeling what they're navigating through, teach them about the moon. Their little kids will probably love that. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a fun thing for for a bonding experience.
1: I mean, what a gift we're able to give our children now that we know about human design and our minds are open to, well, wait a minute, is the moon affecting me? And how could it be? Mm-hmm. Just a gift that we can give our children. I really wanted Jaden to come on and just be the example of, a child who went from completely misunderstood with great parents we were it wasn't like we we didn't love our children we yeah, just no. didn't know how to help our children mm. and now i have my children with me safe sound doing the things they love to effing do mm-hmm. every single day of their lives and thank you, Jaden, for offering your gift and your value to our fractal line in the way of human design readings and the astrology forecasts. We're just so honored to have you.
0: Thank you. I'm really happy to do it. It's really fun for me. We have a lot of fun on the calls. So I'm just super excited to meet some of you guys and to help you guys through this experiment and through the journey because it's a lot of fun. It can be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's meant to be fun. Yeah. It's meant to be fun. All right, everyone. So the high-frequency formula is open. We are keeping that formula open. So when you're ready, you can join us in there. And the Mastermind will be opening one more time for everyone who may have just gotten in on the high-frequency formula, wasn't sure about the Mastermind. We are opening that one more time before the end of the year. I will keep you posted on the dates for that. But for now, you want to make sure you are in on that high-frequency formula. That is how you will truly start understanding your human design, how your business operates, how your family operates, how you become the brand that forecasts wealth into your life. You want to get in the high-frequency formula for that. And once you're inside the high-frequency formula, we will make sure you know when the open dates are for that mastermind. You are the first to know about that. All right, everybody, until next week, cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself with the tool of integrity that is the high-frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.